One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following is a presentation of the Force Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our feelings, and then make those characters fight for our and your amusement. I am your host, I am Joseph Scrimshaw. With me, as always, is Ken Knapsack. Glad to be back on Databank Brawl, where all my favorite characters meet their demise. (laughs) (laughs) If they do not meet their death, they certainly meet a big challenge. A lot of shame, a lot of glory. (laughs) That's what Databank Brawl is all about. Uh, We have some wonderful guests. We have Whiskey! Yay! We have an air conditioner going softly in the background because it is hot. Yay! Yay. And once again, we have our favorite guest uh, who has appeared on some of our favorite Databank Bank yeah. brawls, I should say, comedian, great friend of the show, Mike Black. Yay! 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 
with that Mike Black so t-shirt. happy to be here. Where can I purchase a Mike Black T-shirt? Uh, you can't. I, I made it myself. <laughs> okay. I, I lie right. to people. I say that I found it at a thrift shop. And <laughs> <laughs> that weirds them out. Then they leave me alone. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I just you can make your own shirts very yeah. easily yeah. with uh, transfer paper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never have to buy Star Wars merchandise again. Just start making your own. <laughs> Boy, that's a perfect thing to tell our listeners recently <laughs> after we started up a merch store. <laughs> Uh, so please, listeners, go buy our shirts <laughs> Yes, don't. on our merch store at Public, and then make your own Mike Black transfer t-shirts. Yeah, you, you can actually get injured pretty heinously with an iron trying to make your own shirts, so <laughs> just right. let them take the risk for you. So it's really an issue of safety. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, listeners, this is a very special episode of Databank Brawl. This is the second time we've done this where we have asked our listeners to get us to a certain goal on ratings and reviews on iTunes in, in exchange. We change up what we do on databank brawl because we normally have more minor smaller weirdo characters fight here on the show uh but when we get to these uh these goals that we've set we do major characters and a while back ken you and i did obi-wan kenobi versus boba fett that was a great one and we i think we learned a lot about those characters right and i think uh we have uh two new characters that we're going to learn a lot about today we reached our itunes goal of 200 ratings and reviews so listeners thanks for doing that thank you very nice are you guys ready to get into figuring out which of these major characters are going to fight. I mean, I've got Wikipedia up, and I don't think I need it. But <laughs> I don't I'm think ready. you need it. But just in case, I think these are going to be some pretty long entries on Wikipedia. If for some reason you're just tuning in for the first time, this is how it works. It's called Databank Brawl because I get this information directly from StarWars.com databank. So it is the fresh, accurate, minty information from Lucasfilm itself, what they think of these characters, and then we make up a fight, and it is great fun. Here we go. Our first combatant is none other than Qui-Gon Jinn. Ooh. I know, it's big, it's big. Here's what StarWars.com databank has to say about Qui-Gon Jinn. A venerable, if maverick, Jedi master... Qui-Gon Jinn was a student of the living force. Qui-Gon lived for the moment, espousing a philosophy of feel, don't think, use your instincts. On Tatooine, Qui-Gon discovered a young slave boy named Anakin Skywalker, who was strong in the force. Sensing the boy's potential, Qui-Gon liberated Anakin from slavery. The Jedi Master presented Anakin to the Jedi Council, but they deemed the boy too old to begin training, and dangerously full of fear and anger. They they refused to allow Qui-Gon to train Anakin, but rescinded their decision to fulfill Qui-Gon's dying wish. So some pretty straightforward wow. stuff about Qui-Gon, yeah. but I really like uh, at the top there that he lived for the moment. Yeah, yeah. Makes him sound like a, just a guy who hangs out at Venice Beach. <laughs> like, I'm in it for the moment, man. Kind of looks like it. <laughs> kind of looks like it. <laughs> Stay out of Malibu, Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> <laughs> you fascist, man. Come on. Come on, There's yeah. There's a beverage here. <laughs> There's a beverage here. That is for sure. <laughs> the big gin. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so we normally look up additional information on what Wikipedia. We can certainly do that for yeah. Qui-Gon. We can get into his height and his appearance for people who are like, who's that Qui-Gon Jinn? <laughs> um, born 92 years before the Battle of Coruscant. Uh-huh. Uh, died 32 years before, uh, oh, excuse me, not the Battle of Coruscant, the Battle of Yavin. Um, uh, born on Coruscant. 
Did you know that? I never no. really knew that. I did not know that. I would not peg him for that. No, <laughs> no. Like, uh, that maybe that also explains why he went kind of the way of the hippie. He just yeah, had a, this like, urban environment, urban yeah, upbringing. Got to get out of here. Absolutely. <laughs> and always seeing that class warfare of yeah. the people on top live better than the people on below. Right. That, that, that ain't right. Sense. That would make some sense. Uh, species, human, gender, males. We know height 1.93 meters. He is tall. Liam Neeson is tall as well, for the record. Hair color brown, but it's glorious brown. I <laughs> color blue skin color. <laughs> light but weathered. I'll say light yeah. but weathered. It's yeah. a nice way of saying Irish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so You're light but weathered. <laughs> Qui-Gon Jinn so far, we, uh, relating to our real world, is an Irish gentleman who hangs out at Venice Beach. Yeah. <laughs> like this a lot. Yeah. But who took a lot of karate classes. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Now, the thing that offends me, I'm just going to throw this out here on personal feeling right away, is that I feel like in his databank, it should have also been in- included that through his mastery of the living force, he is the one who who discovered that one could retain their identity in the force. Right, right. That should be part of his main entry. Right. Yeah. I'm offended. <laughs> it's key. Come on, Lucasfilm. <laughs> uh, uh, Mike, how do you feel about Qui-Gon? Have you been a fan of the character? Can you take him? Can you leave him? Uh, I didn't, I didn't like him <laughs> before the film. Okay. If, if that makes sense. Film. Like when they said, yeah. oh, Liam Neeson's good. I was like, I don't want a big Hollywood star playing. Right. I want it oh, unknowns, you know. Okay. And, and I was like, it's going to be very hard to detach him sure. in the part. And But then the way he played it was just great. And uh, by the end of the movie, he was one of the few things I was really rooting for. Yeah. And, uh, and I thought he was the best part of setting up everything that was about to happen. Okay. Know? Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah. How about you, Ken? You're a Qui-Gon guy. Yeah, I'm a Qui-Gon guy. I I understood the the Liam. It was like, oh, Liam Neeson, but oh, yeah. okay, you know, um, the dark man's going to be in there. All right, yeah. okay, cool. Um, <laughs> then it made sense to me in like the Alec Guinness sort of way. Yeah. Where I was like, okay, this makes sense. But, but you know? even early on, uh, before I became a prequelist, and you can get our prequelist stickers <laughs> on the <laughs> T Public Store, uh, Mike, you can make your own. Uh, be good. Yes. Um, uh, I, Maybe I, I will. I'm with you, Mike. <laughs> I'm with you, Mike. I thought he was clearly one of the best things, and and I knew he had to die. It makes sense that he died, but I I, I like Liam in that role, and I, I like to see him when he pops up on Rebels and Force Ghosts kind of voiceover yeah. work. I'd like to know more about that character. I would not be opposed to a I don't want to say young Qui Gon movie, but a young Qui Gon book, yeah, or comic yeah. series. Absolutely, yeah, because yeah, we get to find out what he learned from uh, Count Dooku because right. he was the Padawan of Dooku. Yeah, yeah, I always really liked him because I think not only did he do a great job in Phantom Menace, I do I like his story that he was the one who saw something in Anakin. Yeah, mm-hmm. strangely alienating for Obi Wan to be like, guess, yeah. And then obviously yeah. Obi-Wan comes to appreciate Anakin. But, uh, and I also like that even though George Lucas seemed to be interested uh, to our eyes at the time in new stuff in The Phantom Menace yeah. and like wanting to talk about midi chlorians, there's something so hippie yeah. about Qui Gon, and that is some of the roots of George Lucas, right? Of yeah. when he grew up, and that's some of the stuff that's big in Star Wars now, like kyber crystals and. Yeah. 
religions of the force who like, I don't know, I just feel that the universe is connected. Like, right. that's right. all stuff that does come from places like Venice Beach yeah. In, yeah. Uh, in Northern California. Yeah. And Qui-Gon yeah. embodied all that. A little bit. Very force-sensitive areas. Really. Yeah, some very <laughs> force-sensitive areas. And the fact that he was just sort of like, no, I'm just kind of, I'm relaxed and yeah. I listen to the force and I believe there's a living force. And you, you get the sense that Qui-Gon hung out listening to Jefferson Starship and Airplane <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Yeah. You know? Both versions. Both band versions. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He, he yeah. went all the way to Jefferson Starship. Yeah. yeah. He's, he followed him. Yeah. 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 He, he seemed very seasoned, too. You know, there's always a bigger fish. Like, he was very, yeah. you know, just worldly to me. Yeah. And he was the first Jedi that we really saw at full power functioning in their prime. Yeah. That had been fully trained. True. Like, he was the first one we yeah. really saw. Uh, the first time we saw a Jedi doing what they can do, you yeah. know, you're fully. you're absolutely right. That's you something know. that's kind of maybe lost a little bit on Qui Gon. There is, yeah, when he sticks that lightsaber on that door. That's the first time we kind of seen like, yeah. this is a guy at the height of his powers, uh, yeah, not a Padawan like Obi Wan. He's not uh, or Alec Guinness fading away into the yeah. desert sun. Not and they, Luke you know, uh, no. yeah. have you faced a Jedi before? And he seemed like a formidable threat. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, I do. I love that that he has that sort of worldly wisdom where some things he's like, yeah, I've been down this road. I know exactly what's going on. <laughs> right. But yeah. I'm always open to what if. Right. Maybe and it seemed different. like the guy that would train Obi-Wan for that matter. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Just very believably. I had 100% belief of that. <laughs> the, really, the moment I saw them together, I was like, oh, this works. Yeah. This right, makes sure. sense, you know. Your perspective determines your reality. And Qui-Gon, our friend that we all like, is going to be fighting... Jabba the Hutt. Oh. Yeah. Oh, why? Right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. This is... Uh, uh, uh. Here's what, uh, what <laughs> StarWars.com databank has to say. I didn't need to use words. Noises were enough. Here's what StarWars.com databank has to say about Jabba the Hutt. Jabba the Hutt was one of the galaxy's most powerful gangsters with far-reaching influence in both politics and the criminal underworld. There were no second chances with Jabba, something Han Solo would find out, though the slug-like alien would ultimately fall victim to his own hubris and vengeful ways. It's a really straightforward short entry yeah. for Jabba the Hutt. For such a... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll throw a little slacious in as a little yeah. side fight uh, for yeah. Qui-Gon there. He can fight uh, uh, Qui-Gon's hair. Um, <laughs> but this might be the first time where I, I disagree factually with the yeah. databank entry. And I know that's hubris, so maybe yeah, I'll pay hubris, for it. Yeah. <laughs> but there are no second chances. Uh, if Jabba, it's not in the databank, it does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> it's lying to me. But Jabba does give Han a second chance, right? Because yeah, I guess, he sends yeah. Greedo after him, and then in a special edition, he's like, yeah. come on, my bookie. Yeah. Come up with the money. Yeah. You're right. Is that not a second chance? I think Han, Han might be a special case. He's probably one of his top earners. Yeah. yeah. And he's probably known him since he was a kid. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's kind of like uh, the old man in Reservoir Dogs, you yeah. know, where he's <laughs> like, there's certain people you make exceptions for, but for the most part, you're a hard ass. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's get the, the stats on Jabba. Yeah. I've already, I'm already. You, I want to make a documentary on Jabba the Hutt. Can I yeah. do that? Can we do, <laughs> do yeah, a, yeah, a Force Center Presents? Yeah. Uh, he used to be a fur-bearing Scotsman. <laughs> <laughs> and then Just reading about his, his canon life. Becoming Jabba. Jabba, <laughs> dyslexic, 
Tiur. His full name is very available. And now. is that still canon? Is that I e- believe it is expanded universe, not yeah. legend stuff. It's definitely on the canon tab. That doesn't necessarily mean oh, yeah. it is. Yeah, Tiur. Yeah, so he's French. Yeah, so we know. Yes, he used to have a beret. Yeah, born six hundred years before the Battle of Yavin. Wow, a lot of experience. Yeah, so he's been around a while. Yeah, maybe maybe that will factor into some other film we see later on, a story we read. Uh, species, hut, as we know, gender, <laughs> male. And, and Leia and Ula will tell you, he's all male. Uh, height, 3.9 meters. Mass, 1.358 kilograms. Eye color, orange. Skin color, green and tan and just bubbly, bubbly exterior. And whatever other color he spills on himself, right? <laughs> that drool is definitely a different shade of green. Half-eaten frog, yeah. if that's a color. Yeah, that, you know, yeah. The <laughs> Yeah. So All right. That's it. I mean, there's a ton as well. Yeah. I mean, there's an insane amount even in canon, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you go into Legends, that's a book, right? Yeah. Under Wikipedia. I, I'm going to te- press that Legends tab just to have my eyes pop. Okay. <laughs> this is so, to ask people how they, Star Wars fans, how you feel about Jabba the Hutt is like asking a normal person how they feel about air. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. Jabba the Hutt is so a part of Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. But uh, do you guys have any special memories or connections to Jabba? Are you glad that he's stayed a part of the series? Because he was right there in Phantom Menace. He's right there in the Clone Wars animated series. He's, you know, he's he's present. He stays present. Yeah. Yeah. To, to me, he was just uh, such a success from the get-go of, like, executing a unique character in a yeah. movie. You know, where I was like, I remember watching the making of special that they had and all of the puppeteers were and how they had a guy just working the tail backwards that was and his forwards whole, his whole job forwards. yeah yeah, yeah the little english guy yeah. it was like backwards and forwards backwards, backwards and forwards and i get a meat pie the you know and you, like, you are of a certain generation of star wars fan if i yeah. can go backwards and forwards backwards <laughs> and forwards and you know what that means it's a technique i use with the ladies <laughs> yeah, the old yeah. backwards and forwards but uh <laughs> but he, they did such a good job and it's that character is a testimony to practical effects yeah. that you know if he's a perfect example of if you'd given Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill a, a ping pong ball to focus on right. and said I want you all to imagine a giant crime lord slug yeah they'd have each had an entirely different interpretation of what that is right and but to have him on set <laughs> Sitting there, sharing the same light in the same room, sliming up, giving off odor, all that stuff. <laughs> it made their performances much, much stronger. Yeah. You right. know? Absolutely. It was just a better thing, you know? I think there's a reason Jabba, despite being the most vile gangster in the galaxy, is so popular and actually yeah. loved by a lot of people. Yeah. There's a lot of, you know, if, if there's a big life size Jabba at a convention, Jennifer Landa and everybody in the world are going to want to get in line yeah. and yeah. pose for a picture. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think with good reason, because he is, there, there's so much personality in this character. I would love that. That Guillermo del Toro thing, which we know now is true, <laughs> that he did pitch to Lucasfilm wanting to do a Jabba-based gangster movie. Oh, uh, man, come on. And it just didn't on. go. And, and uh, you know, that that is... Uh, that would have been great. Yeah. And I still think it could be great. Tales from Jabba's Palace, all the kind of other stuff is good. There's a, so many wonderful characters. There's a reason, Joseph, we have so many databank brawls on Tatooine. Yep. Uh, but I think a lot of that has to do with Jabba. Yeah. It's not over yet, Guillermo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Keep pitching. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're both right. I mean, in the fact that he, in his puppet incarnation, he was just mm-hmm. a, a huge success. But 
to me, it is the personality because you could have had a cardboard character. Oh yeah, uh, you know who who is just like I'm evil, I'm yeah. scummy. But he, there's so much great uh, tip of the iceberg storytelling that we get from Jabba of like that uh, you weak minded fool. He's you know trying to use an old Jedi mind trick. They won't work on me. The fact that he's impressed by uh, by Bush Bush Bush, <laughs> you know, threatening to blow him up. All those yeah. things. There's so much color and character that lets us know about him and also told us a lot more about the galaxy. Yeah. Just through yeah. a big slug sitting there talking. Right. Yeah. It's amazing. And one of the things that's happened, and I know when we get to the fight here, but uh, Phantom Menace was a good example of when Jabba shows up, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, well, you know, the, the galaxy is small then. We're on Tatooine. That makes sense. Mos yeah. Espa is a big place. Sure. Absolutely. Right. Um, but as he's appeared in other things, the Clone Wars movie, not my favorite appearance just because of what that second half of that movie. I, I actually really yeah. enjoy the first half of that movie. The second half, not so much. Rada and, uh, and then the other uh, Zero the Hut. Yeah. Zero here. <laughs> um, but I, um, uh, I there's, there could be, and he shows up a lot in the comics. And yeah. there could be a like, isn't there like another hut or a Nima hut, Nima the hut, Gardula the hut, all that stuff? But it works because he's such a big personality and presence. So when Vader shows up in that first issue of the Vader comic, yeah. and he's in Jabba's palace. Somewhat makes sense to me, yeah, because he's that big of a character. Yeah, I like it. I like that too. Yeah, that, that the like, world comes to Jabba. Yeah, I like too the way you know prior to the special editions. He was a character that was heard of and not seen. Yeah. And then when he paid off, he really paid off, you yeah. know, like. Yeah. yeah. And, but I expected, kind of like Yoda, I expected him to be this big, huge badass. And he was big and huge, but I was like, this guy can't even walk. <laughs> but in a way, that added so much to his mystique and to it's like, how does he stay powerful knowing that he's that vulnerable? Like, yeah. anyone could just run up there and stab him, you would think. But, yeah. You know, but it's like, that's a lot of pull that you've amassed, you know. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's why you have a trap door right in front of you at all <laughs> yes. times. It's sort yes. of almost an emotional <laughs> analogy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Always have a trap door in front of you in case someone gets too close. works for me and uh, with that we shall fight mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33% with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if ai could fold your laundry and some well less awesome like what if you have unexpected medical costs United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Yeah. So we spent a little bit longer than normal discussing the characters because they're big characters. They're big characters. But we will get into this battle. Now, uh, you know, of, of all the things in, in Databank Brawl that I care about, I always, uh, I think you're the same way, Ken. I do care about timelines. So I like to have characters uh, yeah. exist in the same space. Obviously, Qui-Gon and Jabba overlap yeah. in the times that they were alive. Yeah. But uh, we've got a little bit of time. We can go uh, basically any time before the Phantom Menace where Qui-Gon was alive. And the where is that uh, we could certainly go on time. Tatooine, but mm-hmm. for Fallen Strict Canon, Jabba only settled into just staying in one place much later. Uh, before that, he could slither around a bit. Right, absolutely. No. Um, I, I I would like to take this somewhere in the outer rim. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I'm going to scramble for a little bit trying to think, but yeah, I don't want this to be on uh, on Tatooine. I no, think Jabba no, I like was, that. No. Jabba took out his barge for a little uh, little adventure, and I think he you know ran into um, ran into Qui Gon wherever that is. Okay. Yeah. So let's see. Where do we? Know, where else do we know that uh, Spice's mind? Uh, so yeah, Kessel. The, the Spice Kessel? minds of Kessel. Yeah. 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 Do we know any? Do we know what Kessel is like? Uh, I'll look that up here. I'm looking at a map, too, as well. Um, and this, again, people always ask, how do you guys do this show? Joseph literally just throws things out. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Spice Mines of Kessel. Um, yeah. uh, definitely out of rim. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I like this. It's it, it's, uh, it's a kind of a big brownish planet. Gives me the idea that there's a lot of... Uh, Sand down there. Let me uh, let me read. Uh, let me okay. So so I'll talk. I'll chat a little bit while you while you catch up on Kessel. Well, there's so, definitely reasons for both of them to be there. Absolutely. You know, there's uh, slavers. I'm yeah. sure. And there's I'm positive Jabba has interests in that area. Yeah. I think know? for Qui Gon as a Jedi, it's like, oh, where are you sending me? Probably Kessel. Yeah. Like uh, you, you know, they know the the parts of the galaxy that are going to be problems. Right. And yeah. they like for some for whatever reason the Jedi aren't, aren't willing to like just go in in mass and destroy the drug economy of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. But they will answer if there's a like specific flare up. Right. So I think maybe there yeah. is like a maybe a, I'm going to say like a, just for flavor like yeah. a, a bounty hunter has lost it and is just slaughtering people willy-nilly. Okay. And so the Jedi are like, Qui-Gon, right. go just put this bounty hunter down. I like that. On Kessel. Um, so did you find out more about... information on Kessel, yes. Uh, 
It did appear in Star Wars Rebels in the first okay. pilot, Spark of the Rebellion. Uh, climate is hot. There is barren space mines in the north, lush sanctuaries in the south. So that is, uh, you, you got to, unlike a lot of other Star Wars planets, there's some different, uh, you know, yeah. kind of makeup <laughs> of the planet. <laughs> ecosystem. Yeah. 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 Ecosystems. So, Two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think, uh, but I think, though, I like the idea of going north to those spice mines with those famous spice mines. Okay. Yeah, I like that. So I, I was I was imagining that a bounty hunter is causing trouble. So let's say, in fact, it's the little people that uh, that there's like a, uh, um, a, a an outfit that is there mining and this bounty hunter is slaughtering them. Maybe right. Jedi won't stop. Maybe they're the, striking. They're striking. Yeah. <laughs> they're striking. Oh, man. this Yeah, this touches Qui-Gon's, all of Qui-Gon's yeah. <laughs> issues. Yeah. Because yeah. he kind of believes in unions. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. He if anyone's sure... going to be pro-union. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for sure pro-union. He got that from Count Dooku, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> so Qui-Gon goes in, and hopefully he's going to be able to just talk to people about the living force right. and stop this bounty hunter from slaughtering these unionizing uh, <laughs> slavers, drug uh, diggers. Yeah. Uh, and, but he encounters something surprising when he gets there, doesn't he, Ken? Yeah, he does. Uh, he runs into, as he's uh, looking around for this bounty hunter, he runs into the private space barge of Jabba the Hutt. Oh. Parked uh, near one of the main headquarters for some of these spice mining unions. Okay. Uh, so it's just kind of out there glistening in the sun as Qui-Gon approaches. Okay, and Qui-Gon's just, uh, he's riding something. Yeah, like Some a beast scooter. of burden. Yeah, or, or, be, or some beast. <laughs> yeah, because it seems like yeah. whatever, whenever a Jedi lands on a planet, he's like, yeah. what can I ride? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is like a, a version of the Ronto. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think it is a, a Ronto. It is a uh, basically a spice-sniffing Ronto. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, the, I'll ride this spice-sniffing Ronto thing. <laughs> And he does, and he's good with the living force, so he communes with it, and they're basically, yeah. there's some patico. And then he sees Jabba's sail barge, and then the sail barge just fires on him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some weak wear on the top. Some weak wear on the top. On that cannon there. I think Qui-Gon sighs and is like, but it's the way of the force. It's the will of the force that I slaughter these weak way. <laughs> yeah. So what are you going to do? So I think he does an amazing Jedi big old double flip. Yeah. Lands oh, yeah. on the deck of the like barge. A prequel era double flip. One yeah. of those yes. double A tap button leaps. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He, yeah. he double taps his A. <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you video gamers know what I mean. <laughs> and I think he starts relieving weak way of their arms. Yes. Oh, like yeah. nobody's business. Yeah. Like it is just yeah. <laughs> the yeah. floor is littered with the weak way arms. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> he takes all their arms and they're just jumping around right. like seven of them. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> the floor is lousy with weak way arms. Weak way don't, other than Hondo, they don't really say much, you know? Come on. Those masks don't move too well. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Ah. Uh, and uh, and they all just start jumping off the barge because yes. they don't want to yeah. lose anything else. Correct. Um, then there's a hatch that opens up, mm-hmm. and three of the biggest, baddest Grimorian guards oh. just oh. pop up. <laughs> right. <laughs> they got those sticks. They got those big sticks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's all on the count of three do Grimorian guard noises. Yeah. One, two, three. <laughs> 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 That's exactly what it sounds like. 
Yeah. I that was Gregor. them going over their battle plan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> them making plans, and it came down to try to hit the Jedi with your vibro axe. Yes. <laughs> they were all yelling the same thing. Yeah. Like, great. One of them's like, what's the vibro axe? You're holding it. <laughs> okay. Oh. So they all come swinging. I've been calling it an axe this whole time. <laughs> And I think he pains Qui-Gon to hurt people. So I think he reaches out, and he just gives him a great big force shove. Big force shove? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I and like I, that. I think they go tumbling over the side. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think uh, one of them just, he, he kind of hangs on. He's yeah. holding on to the edge. <laughs> yeah. And Qui-Gon just comes up to him and be like, you could have chosen a better path. <laughs> <laughs> just steps on his hands. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> be mindful of the Landing future. Landing on his friends. <laughs> <laughs> what does that sound like? Is, the, is, the, is that last uh, Gamorian? And slides off. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at this point, Qui Gon's like, "Okay, well, I, I got to deal with this." So he strolls uh, into the interior yeah. of the barge. Yeah. And what does he see, Ken? Uh, he sees he sees Beezer Fortuna, <laughs> Bib's cousin. Bib has got him a job. Yeah. This, his leku aren't yeah, desiccated They're yet. not desiccated yet. It's a very yeah. young, hopeful Beezer Fortuna who wants to carry on the family's <laughs> legacy. Um, he, he's a, a major domo in training, and um, he sees Qui-Gon and immediately has a complete change of heart. Yes. Like, about his life path. I've made some. I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> and he says, please, can you help me get a better way? And Qui-Gon just pulls out a pamphlet. It says, so you've made a life mistake. <laughs> um, I recommend seeking out to help uh, help the others, help younger people, help re- rebel against society when society does wrong. And Beezer's just listening, and it's like, rebel. Yeah, rebel, okay. rebel. Yeah, I'm and like in fact, that. since paper is kind of rare in the Star Wars galaxy, yeah, and Qui-Gon's rare. got, you know, of all Jedi, he's loaded down with the utility belt, and this is a little <laughs> communication thing, and a little hologram of Qui-Gon Pops himself up. comes up. Pops up. He's like, if you ever need to hear the speech I just gave you again, yeah. just hit the button yes. on this little space pamphlet, <laughs> yes. which is a hollow projector. Yeah. And Beezer, <laughs> Beezer says, great. <laughs> and the great. curtains part. Yeah. Because the last level of defense is gone. He's mm-hmm. had the weak way, he's mm-hmm. had the Gamorreans, then he's had his major domo. His major domo is supposed to stick his uh, yeah. his finger in the air and go, no, 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 But instead, just ran away and jumped out. Changed his life completely. Changed Beezer's life. Beezer picks up some spice on his way out. That's not going to go well for him. No. It's going to make his leku desiccated. That's right. That's right. That's right. Then I think Qui-Gon pushes past and pushes into the next obstacle. Yeah. And uh, he gets into the, the, he pushes past the curtains that opened, and in the next room, yeah, his job of the hut. Oh, And uh, Qui-Gon says, I always find it untrustworthy when a bean laughs before a joke has been made. <laughs> You must be mindful of the punchline. And uh, and I think that Qui-Gon can understand Hatice. Do you guys think Qui-Gon can understand Hatice? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think he's been around. If he understood Gungan. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Yeah. He's raised on Coruscant. You have to kind of learn everything. Right, right, right. Hatice is kind of the language of the underworld. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Uh, and uh, what does Job? Well, first, is there anybody else in there with Jabba, Mike? Uh, there might be someone shuffling under Jabba's belly. 
<laughs> so Salacious is there. Yes. Is this our Salacious or is this a uh, this Salacious is Senior? Same. This is the same. Right? This, is, yeah, this the, is the Salacious yeah. B. Crumb. Though yeah. I would like to see Salacious B. Crumb the high school years. Yeah. <laughs> His father would have been good. But this is a young Salacious B. Crumb, so he has yeah. even more energy. Oh, He's even yeah. more yeah. spry. More hyped up. He is. Yeah. He really. The court jester. <laughs> Yeah, he's 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 big into laughing. Yeah, yeah, and he's got a little more hair. Yeah, a little more tufts of hair. Yeah, <laughs> and I think Java basically says in his satis, which Hutti's language is is hard to translate, but it's just what do you want, Jedi? Yeah, all that for yeah. what do you want, Jedi? Yeah, and yeah. how does Qui Gon respond, Ken? I'm here to seek out information on a bounty hunter. Killing, perhaps, in your name. I'm only here for information. If you'd like me to escalate the situation, that is your decision. You will decide. And I think Jabba responds in a way that is shocking to Qui-Gon. Right. I think first he laughs. That part's not shocking because the Huts no. can't stop laughing. So, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> but then Jabba the Hut says, Great job. Which translates to there is no bounty hunter slaughtering anyone. There is no union uprising. Mm. Gardula bet me that I could not personally kill a Jedi. Oh, so wow. I set it all up to bring one of you idiots here. That's an intrigue. Intrigued right there. And yeah. I think he was kind of hoping it was Kit Fisto. <laughs> he was. Yeah. The smiling one. So yeah. they could laugh together. Yeah. Instead, he got <laughs> Qui-Gon. So already Jabba's plan is not going perfect. No. Yeah. He yeah. thought <laughs> that the weak way in the Gamorrean guards in uh, Beezer would last a little longer. Yeah. So Jabba's a little nervous, but he's still got Salacious there. So right. it's not even right. a fair fight. Right. right. But this is a younger Jabba. This is a Jabba who likes to make people come to him, but he can still slither. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen you've seen Gracchus the Hut in the comics? Yeah. Gracchus has got some biceps, man, and some shoulders. He's he's been hitting the gym. Yeah. So I think this yeah. is a younger Jabba. I think he's a buffer Jabba. He's a buffer Jabba. He's got yes. some definition on the arms. Yeah. You know. He, he's still a big boy, but uh, you know, he, yeah. he's ready to fight. And this is legends, but in in that Han Solo trilogy of yeah. books, that's was Han Solo's origin back in Legends. There's some stuff in there about uh, uh Huts headbutting each other to death. So huts can yeah. go crazy. Right. And I think that's what happens. I think Jabba, to Qui-Gon's surprise, reminding Qui-Gon that he always has more to learn, charges Qui-Gon Jinn head forward faster than anyone would think a hut can slither. Comes leaps, flying. Leaps off that little throne. Yeah. And just... Just boom. smack. Big. Uh, the wettest smack you've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Like a naked person hitting yeah. a leather couch. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And, and the last thing Qui-Gon hears before he kind of fades away is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're both partying naked yeah. and beating up a Jedi. <laughs> so it smacks into Qui-Gon. He goes yeah. flying. Do you think he gets knocked out, Ken? I think there's a momentary lapse of consciousness. Um, he's lost touch with the living force yes. for just a second. Yeah, yeah. He, is, he is definitely down and out. Um, but during this time, in the, in the moments, it, the force, those force priestess uh, groups, the little, the faces of the, you know, the teach the talk to Yoda mm-hmm. and, and season, was that season six of Clone Wars, the last yeah. season? One of them appears and is like, hello, Qui-Gon. 
Cluggins, like, for a second, he's just like, I just dropped in to see what condition my condition is in. <laughs> What's going on? And the force, force person is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you what your condition is in. Uh, you will one day find the chosen one, and you will one day lead the chosen one to his true destiny. And then all of a sudden, poof, poof, gone. And Quaggan comes back. He has no idea what that meant, yeah. what that was. He just sees Jabba's shape above him. Yeah, and, uh, and he is groggily coming to, and I think Jabba's tail whips around. Mm-hmm. And just as Qui-Gon uh, gets to his feet, his tail backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, basically slaps Qui-Gon in his face. Backwards and forwards. He, he stumbles <laughs> backwards. He reaches down for his belt uh, yeah. to get his, his yeah. lightsaber. It's gone. Gone. <laughs> exactly. It is in the hands. Ignited. <laughs> the paws of Salacious Crumb have an ignited emerald saber. Sal- Salacious ignites the lightsaber and, and ignites it the wrong way, much like, <laughs> much like Luke had it in the in Obi Wan's uh, hut yeah. later on, where he looked at his eye, looked, pointed at the, point the barrel. Of the eye. <laughs> that's what Salacious did, and it takes off a tuft of his hair. <gasps> oh, that's, oh, oh, he burns it. Yeah. Is off. All right. Yeah. Great. So what? What is Qui- Qui-Gon realizes now? Like I've had a vision. This is important. The vision. I don't know what it means, but it means I need to live. So yeah. what does he do? Well, the first thing he's going to want to do is get to that lightsaber. But Salacious has done what he does when injured. He leapt to the ceiling and started cursing. <laughs> <laughs> and he still got the lightsaber up there. Right. Yes. Yeah. All right. So Jabba's coming at him. He can use the force to get his lightsaber, but he's going to get slammed again by Jabba. What does mm-hmm. he do? Mm-hmm. He gives Jabba a force push. Okay. To give him just a little bit of space. Yeah. <laughs> and then does a double jump. A, a double, double d- jump. Up to Salacious. Okay. Here's what I think it looks like. I think, uh, I think Qui-Gon reaches out with both hands with the force push. Yeah. yeah. And Jabba's body doesn't move. Yeah. It just, the force blast hits him in his face, and then there's, there's, a, there's just a big ripple. There's a ripple. Like a bowl of jello. Like a bowl of jello, but it does slow him. Yeah. And he jumps up into the rafters, and does he get the saber? Um, no, no, not quite yet. He's trying, he's struggling for that. Okay. And Jabba's kind of tail, get he kind of. Like whips it up there. Oh and wow! And grabs onto ja- uh, Qui-Gon's feet because they're dangling. Because yeah. Salacious oh, yeah. is kind of pushing on him, pushing yeah. against him, and swinging wildly with yeah, the lightsaber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he pulls Qui-Gon back down. Now Qui-Gon hits the ground, but he gets right back to up to his feet, and he kind of goes to the far reach. Now, m- mind you, there's a bunch of people around watching. Okay, they're cheering on Jabba. They they've emerged bet. from the shadows now. Side bets are going on, and so Qui-Gon Jabba starts. Charging again towards Qui-Gon. Yeah. So Qui-Gon does the only thing he can think to do. He reaches out and he grabs Malakili, who later is known as the Rancor Keeper, and he <laughs> tosses him in front in the way, and, and Jabba just bulldozes Malakili over. Oh, he just runs him over. <laughs> he, like, he yeah. slithers straight over he's him. Straight over him. Oh, oh, the pain. The pain and the smells. And the emotions. <laughs> <laughs> and the occasional taste. For the Rancor Keeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah this is he. He's like, oh, yeah. should have never left the Rancor Pits. <laughs> Malakili sees orifices that were never meant to be seen by human eyes. Yeah. Can't help but cry. Yeah. Can't help but, yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. really, it's emotional damage yeah. right there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, and I think uh, I think Qui-Gon has a flash of a lecture he once got from Count Dooku, where yeah. Dooku 
chided him for losing his lightsaber and said, this weapon is your life. Yes. And he realizes, like, yes, the living force, yes, there's many things, many, I can use my environment, I can think fast, but I I do need that lightsaber. It is the weapon of the Jedi. It is what I've been trained with, so I must get that saber. Yeah. So I think he reaches up and he uses the force to, in fact, pull Salacious to him. And this is where Qui-Gon's willingness to accept being different rewards him. He realizes this little monkey lizard, this uh, Kowakian monkey lizard, uh, has a firm grip on this lightsaber. (laughs) That doesn't mean I can't have a firm grip on the monkey lizard. So he grabs the monkey lizard and he starts going through the lightsaber forms, shaking so he should be crumb around. It's It's the best lightsaber hilt he's ever had. It's not a perfect form. No. But it is, it scares the crap out of Jabba. And I think uh, he singes an arm of Jabba and now Jabba's frightened. Yeah. 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 So... What does Jabba do now that a fully trained Jedi is swinging a monkey lizard with a lightsaber at him? He he backs far into the chamber, into the okay. throne room, and and kind of surveys the situation. He 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 then calls out for help. He he he's, he screams in Hutti's for Beezer Fortuna. Um, Bib is on vacation. It should be noted. Bib was working. He just was oh, like, for sure. Look, uh, Dewanawang, uh, my cousin needs a job. <laughs> I will be on vacation. He will cover for me. <laughs> I'm on a vacation. I gotta go Wonga. Yeah, yeah, Dewanawang. So, um, <laughs> that's when Jabba realizes Beezer's not there. Yeah. Yeah. And the other people are not sure. I think these are kind of lower-level people. You don't have your Bosks. Yeah. You, you don't have your Django Fett there. Right. These aren't people who have something to prove. These are lowlifes who have watched everybody else get slaughtered outside. Right, right, right. Uh, but there's one person who decides to uh, uh, maybe step up and help Jabba. His name is uh, Salit Marie, better known as Yakface. Oh, Yakface. Yakface is there. In. And it's like, this is an opportunity to earn a permit seat in Jabba's good graces. Yeah, I have a good name. It's Slot yeah. Mir, right? Yeah, so and, Slot Mir. And yeah, then people yeah. call me Yak Face, yeah. and I'm going to end that today. Right, <laughs> yes. right, 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 right. Uh, so the, the Yakora uh, Yak Face uh, steps in front to try to uh, block Qui-Gon from getting to his master. Yeah. And I think Qui-Gon now is a little bit more on top of things. Yes. And I think he has decided anybody who approaches me will not be an obstacle. They will be a tool. I won't see them as a problem. I'll see them as an opportunity. So he uses the force. (laughs) Chaos is a ladder, as Baelish would say. (laughs) Yes. So I think he uses the force, and uh, he uses Yak Face as basically a blind, and he slaps with the force, yak face onto Jabba's eyes. Well, you're not yak face now. You're Jabba face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Jabba yeah. can't see where he's going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think Jabba has one more <laughs> desperate trick up his sleeve. He's backed away. His arm is singed. Yeah. Salacious has basically been neutralized yeah. uh, by yeah. being shook around. His brains are jelly right now. <laughs> uh, but Jabba has one more trick up his sleeve, Mike. What do you think Jabba's trick might be? Jabba has many folds on his body. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
And inside each of them is a different weapon. Right. Oh. He pulls two blasters out and just starts firing at the oh, uh, wow. seasoned young Jedi. So he has he has little tiny blasters that fit in his little uh, kind of flippery like hands. Space Derringers almost. Yeah. <laughs> like space the, I, Derringers. I envision him similar to the ones Padme had in Phantom Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's great. That's yeah. fold Derringers yeah. that he's got tucked in there. All right. <laughs> fold fold Derringers. Fold Derringers. So, all right, so he opens up. Now, uh, and Qui-Gon can't wield uh, Salacious fast enough to block <laughs> them all, right? Right. No, he cannot. So I think he, he manages to to roll out of the way and yeah. dance out of the way, but he does have to retreat. He does retreat, and and one of the blasters, it should be noted, Qui-Gon had shorter hair, still long hair, still had the ponytail. Yeah. He's growing it out, though. But it was, he was growing out, and he kind of, he liked it cropped right at the top of the, the neck. Um, <laughs> but one of the blasters just hits the side of his neck, hits the back Ooh. of his neck, leaves a nasty scar that yep. years later he would grow his hair out completely <laughs> to cover. And that is the secret truth of Jedi hair. Yes. They have different styles based yes. on where their head and neck scars yes. are. Yes. Flash forward to years later where in a hut late one night, one Shmi Skywalker <laughs> says, let me, what's that underneath your hair? Don't touch it. <laughs> Uh, it will bring back uh, an awkward conversation about your, <laughs> not your master, but yes. a relative of your master. <laughs> yes. Uh, right. So he's burned. And now uh, I think Qui-Gon uh, dives. Uh, uh, he, he thinks he's diving out of the way, just rolling out of the way. But he hits a lever and the floor actually opens up. Yeah. And he is dropped into a pit. Yeah. Salacious manages to hang on to the edge so he doesn't fall in, but Qui-Gon's lightsaber goes tumbling right. into the pit. And uh, and as Qui-Gon is looking up, right. he sees Jabba, blasters blazing, throwing himself down into the pit oh, with wow. him. Okay, I like uh, it. And it's, a, it's just a very tiny, confined space, right. so Jedis can't do their flipping around. No flippity-doos. So I think Qui-Gon at this point, he's almost got like a moral decision mm-hmm. of is this it's pride and hubris for him to want to prove a Jedi can win. And he doesn't have any interest right. in that. Right. But he does want to live in Jabba is a criminal. But technically, there's no one for him to save. So this is just about him. Yeah. And he's supposed to be selfless. Right. So he's got a decision to make here. Yeah. What do you what do you think Qui-Gon's goals are at this point, guys? Probably to take the fun out of the gambling. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You guys can keep gambling, but I want it to be really sad and depressing. Yeah. I want it to be 4 a.m. You started with $100 and you lost 300 Yes. Like, yeah. And, like, the waitress will give you another drink, but there's yeah. pity in her eyes in Las Vegas. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. right. I think... <laughs> Qui-Gon first he, all the, he's kneeling by the way he's kneeling yeah. and bowing his head okay meditating yeah. which Jabba's just looking at it going what are you, what are you doing what are you doing you yeah. idiot that's if I not how you kill fight. him like this that's not gonna look cool no <laughs> no so it almost works because he yeah. gets Jabba pause yeah. yeah so now is the gambling stopped is the gambling is everyone has, has Qui-Gon's words affected anyone <laughs> Yeah, so I think yeah, I like I like this. Maybe a couple people. <laughs> I think he goes down on on the the knee like that, yeah. and I think it makes Jabba stop. And but then I think he launches into the speech. 
Okay, from there, yeah. Yeah, from okay, there. Okay, that makes sense. So strike and reverse it. Yeah, so he yeah, so first, then gives the speech. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, because I love this. And I think he goes on a long speech. Right. Not about uh, gambling being bad, but just about how uh, the outcome of our wagers are pointless because it is the will of the force that dictate, dictates things, yeah. and the force doesn't care if anybody makes money, and he will not fight for others' pleasures. He is willing to die. Right. Right. And, uh, and people are just kind of bummed out. <laughs> yeah. Because even, they're even like, Jedi, we hate Jedi. This Jedi is kind of cool. Yeah. I feel like I'd like to hang out with this Jedi. Yeah. yeah. I feel like this Jedi, you know, would be fun to be at a bar with. <laughs> good conversation. It's good conversation. Good conversation. Cool hair. Look at yeah. that ponytail. But Wu hair would pour him a great drink. And he didn't have a good kill night. any of those weak way. He just yeah. took their arms off, and they yeah. can afford cool mechanical arms. Yeah. So really, it's a gift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, they all saw their friend happen to their friend Crusher Modoon. <laughs> yeah. Is that his name? Crusher Rudown. Crusher Rudown. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on Jakku. Um so, but but I can't see Jabba backing down here. No, no, no. Because no. this is He's still other got people a lot are betting. To prove. But this yeah. is between him and Gardula, and yes. the huts have issues with each yeah. other. Yeah. So they all get kind of bummed out, you know. And he adds at the end, like, "Why not call your parents?" And I think uh, <laughs> I think most of them sort of shuffle yeah. off the bar, just start jumping, yeah. like, go do some spice or call their parents yeah. or their siblings, yeah. mostly to do some spice, yeah. mostly to do yeah. some yeah. spice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But. Yeah. He's now in this pit alone <laughs> with Jabba. Yeah. And I think Jabba knows, I got a chance, but I could really die. Yeah. I could, he could kill me. Yeah. He could put that lightsaber through my big eye. Yeah. So let's <laughs> pause the narrative mm-hmm. and decide who we think would win, who we think should win. I, th- I think Qui-Gon would win without a doubt. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's a good Jedi. Yeah. And eventually, when Jabba is stripped of all of his powers, no matter how much brute force he has at his youthful age, right. Qui-Gon yeah. can take him. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's no contest, really, Yeah, uh, when it comes down to just the two of them and no tricks and no help from his squad or the ship or anything like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it's Qui-Gon's fight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Mike, do you have thoughts then about what happens next in the narrative, given that we want Qui-Gon to win the fight? How Probably, he... I would imagine that Jabba would force his hand. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. At that point. Okay. <laughs> and then he would show him just how powerful a Jedi he is. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you think Jabba would keep fighting yeah. despite knowing that he is at a risk? Yeah. So I think he charges at Qui-Gon. Okay. And Qui-Gon drops back down to one knee, eyes out, hands forward. Okay. Hands thrust out. And, you know, we saw Yoda lift an X-Wing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we saw Yoda do a lot of things in the prequels that we didn't think are possible. And I'm sure he passed on some of that knowledge to his students, Qui-Gon. I'm sure being one of them at one point, even though Dooku was his master. So Qui-Gon... Uses a force to hold, stop Jabba number one from advancing. Yeah. But then slowly lifts Jabba up. Yeah. And I think and sal- it's a struggle. Yeah. Salacious makes a noise of amazement. What does that sound like? <laughs> <laughs> so he's lifting him up, right? Yeah. All the midi chlorians in the world can't make, don't make this easy. No. No. But it's happening. He just has to believe that it doesn't matter how violent or huge this, right. this 
thing is, and then right. he will be able to lift it. But it's still right. a struggle. Right. Still a struggle. So I think he lifts him all the way out yeah. of the, the pit. The pit here, yeah. All the way out of the barge. Oh, my gosh. Right through, straight through the roof. Straight through. through the sun, there's a sunlight in the roof. Yeah, the, he smashes him through the sunroof. Yeah. It hurts, and I think he dumps him onto the right onto the ground. Yeah. Outside of um, Kessel, right? Yeah, and within, yeah. in this place, it's it's like a, a foresty, a swampy. What is it? It's, uh, it's it, this is barren. Yeah, this is barren, barren dirt. The, the lush landscape to yeah. the south. Oh, yeah. so this is dirt. Yeah. Dirt and slime hard, don't mix. Yeah, hard, <laughs> hard impacted, dirt. hard yeah. impacted dirt. Yeah. Just the earth, the yeah. salt of the earth. Yeah. And I think Qui Gon does an amazing flip out of it. Double, uh, double taps his A. He double taps his A, <laughs> yeah. and he lands uh, by Jabba. Yeah, and I think. He tells Jabba, like, you don't understand yeah. the power of the living force. Right. I will continue to live. I've just had a vision, and I'm even more jazzed about living. <laughs> <laughs> he uses the word jazz because that's yeah, the kind yeah. of guy he is. Yeah. Uh, and he gives, he gives uh, Jabba one, one more chance to stop. Right. Does he take it? Does Jabba take it, or does he attack again? Jabba has a lot of pride. He has a lot of hubris. But he also has a big plan in mind. He wants yeah. to take over even more of the Outer Rim territories and the gangster activities yeah. out there. And he knows that his ultimate goal is not to prove Gardula right or wrong in this fight, but to prove her right or wrong in the ultimate uh, ruling of the gangster yeah. realm. That's the real race and the real bet. Yeah. So I think he, he opens his arms. And he says, Qui-Gon Mibuki. <laughs> and he starts to make offers. Yeah. Because that's what the Hutts return to. Right. Uh, and I think this challenge is Qui-Gon. Because yeah. now Job the Hutt is admitting, I made this bet. I shouldn't have. I'll tell other Hutts not to make this bet on the download. But I really want to win this bet. Is there? Can you just give me your cloak? And I will claim right. that I took it from you. Right. And I think Qui-Gon, I think he's ready to play his part yeah. in this and to help the galaxy at large, to help other creatures and beings, and to be selfless yeah, and sacrifice a part of himself for this. Yeah. 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 So I think that uh, he does indeed give his cloak right. to Jabba yeah. and say, if you need to spread your lies, yeah. so be it. Yeah. Um, I also think he allows... Uh, Salacious to keep a boot, <laughs> just to have. <laughs> There's no real reason. No, just he salacious. needs a friend. Yeah, he needs. salacious just someone wants to test out material on something it. to chew on. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a dog chew. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He knows that saving, helping Jabba save face now might help him in the future. Right. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Right. Uh, so I think then uh, they make their strange deal. Qui-Gon is not sure how he feels about this. Right. But he thinks that it was probably the right thing. Yeah. And that eventually uh, Jabba will learn. He has that hope. Right. That Jabba will uh, become a better hut. And like a lot of things in Qui-Gon's life, he's wrong. He's, yes. he's wrong. He's very much And wrong. he's going to stay alive. Yeah. I'm the living force and realize, uh, okay, <laughs> at least I found the chosen one yeah. who made a daughter. Yeah. Who ended this? Yeah. 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 Uh, and I think, uh, I think as he leaves, mm-hmm. he starts to walk away. Yeah. And then he goes, 
he doubts himself. He's young. He's still questioning right. himself. And he's like, maybe, maybe this is the wrong message to send to gangsters that they can kill Jedi. Jedi. So he turns back and like, yeah, I'm just going to make him forget it. I'm just going to oh, do one wow. quick Jedi mind trick. <laughs> right, right. And so he waves his hand waves and he just hand. is like, you did not kill a Jedi. Mm-hmm. You found a rope. Right. Does it work? There's a pause. And uh, Jabba gathers himself and says, oh, 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 oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and credits. <Yeah. laughs> and it, it will tell the story someday of how Java learned to resist uh, yeah. mind tricks. Yeah. yeah. But Qui-Gon is quite good at quite mind good tricks. At, quite good at And Qui-Gon left feeling like both a success yeah. and a failure and realized <laughs> his focus would determine his reality <laughs> and he would eventually decide for himself whether he was a success yeah. or a failure yeah. that day on Castle. And he looks in that mirror and he, and he I'm going to definitely need to grow my hair out. <laughs> <laughs> if nothing else, I need to grow my hair out. That was a great, big, beautiful, sloppy battle between Qui-Gon <laughs> Jinn and Jabba the Hutt. Mike, thank you for joining us uh, for that. Always happy to be here. And absolutely being the voice of Salacious Crumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want in fact, do you want to give us a little post credit scene of Salacious Crumb and the boot of the Jedi. <laughs> I think that's a children's book waiting. Yeah, absolutely. Salacious and the boot. Salacious and the boot of the Jedi. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, Mike Black, where can people find you? Uh, at Mike Black Attack on all social media. Uh, particularly check me out on Instagram if you can. Awesome. Ken, where can people find you? Hey, at Ken Napsuck, and I want to thank you all for uh, reviewing us over 200 times to get this episode that really does mean a lot as Force Center moves forward in 2017 and beyond. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you have characters that you want to see fight here on Databank Brawl, by all means, make your suggestions. You can reach out to us on Facebook and Twitter and use the hashtag Databank Brawl. Uh, you can also find us on Patreon.com. That is Patreon.com slash Force Center. If you're interested in some of the merch we were talking about, that's at tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center. Uh, you can find me uh, personally on all the social media. is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can find both Ken and I with our anchor station on the Anchor app or Anchor.fm. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, well, no one was really listening to him. I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.